Blog Talk Radio. Excited to welcome you to Angel Healing House Radio. My name is Candy Hoff, and through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com, I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books, which are entitled Angels of Faith, and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, and my recently released channeled autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, they all contain recollections of our life in spirit and help us to reconnect and remember our divine, eternal natures. Now, through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past and kept them merely reacting to life. I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control, which has kept them focused on an imagined future, on things that haven't happened and probably won't happen. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to truly live in the only moment that is available to live in, which is the nanosecond of the now. It's only in the present moment where synchronicities, miracles, and magic can occur. Now, as an angel practitioner, I help people to rise above their lives, to see it from a higher perspective, to clearly see the negative patterns and destructive habits that have caused them to sabotage and limit their beautiful lives. I do this with the help of a very large, extraordinary group of angels who are called the Posse of Angels. They have a very funny sense of humor and are extremely loving and compassionate. They give very down-to-earth, practical advice that people can very easily translate to create bliss, joy, balance, and peace in their lives. So just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I am very excited to take some of of your phone calls for that free angel advice. 
The call-in number for the show for those free angel readings is 646-716-6794. Once again, that call-in number for that angelic advice is 646-716-6794. And I see uh, a few callers hanging on the line who have done just that. Um, and they are going to be answered in this order, uh, 303, and then we are going to have, pick up 609 secondly, and then 631. But before we get to those callers, um, uh, I'd like to say once again, welcome. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for following the show. Thank you for recommending it to others. I am so full of gratitude and appreciation for all those people following Angel Healing House Radio for nearly five years of weekly topics channeled from myself and my angelic family, the Posse of Angels. Um, those that do not have the time to listen in um, uh, on uh, when the show, I'm uh, sorry, listen in live, they can always go to the archived shows. Um, I think we're up to close to 300 now on the Blog Talk Radio site. Just go to Angel Healing House page, um, scroll down, and you'll see all of the topics that are listed by the week. Now, to start off, listeners, there's just a reminder that my recently published revealing autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, is actually the sequel to my remarkable novel, which was published in 2015, which is entitled One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. I got this beautiful, I received this beautiful review for One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. Um, uh, this uh, reader said, One True Home is a remarkable story of one woman's journey of her life in this realm and the unknown. I found the stories about her different lifetimes so fascinating. I was totally engaged in this book and did not want to put it down. It validated my beliefs about the process we go through when we return to heaven and when we reincarnate for our soul's lessons. This book is right on target with where we are today on this planet and offers so much insights on spirituality and healing. It will bring comfort and healing to many who have lost loved ones or who fear the unknown. I've recommended this interesting and very clever book to my friends and family, and I'm looking forward to the sequel. Thank you, Claire Candy Hoff, for this contribution to humanity. It is truly a masterpiece. And that's by, uh, that was written by Mary Rose Villanova, a feng shui expert and an intuitive life coach. And this testimonial came for my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In. I Am an Angelic Walk-In is engaging and innovative, both parts exciting, calming, and like nothing I've read before. This is no other book of its kind, and I highly recommend it to everyone. Claire Candy opens her heart and bravely pours it onto the page, taking us on a faithful and fascinating journey that leads to something miraculous. I say bravely because this book is in no way sappy. The story in both words and tone is warm, but it pulls no punches and in this way lets the reader know they can trust every detail. By sharing her hard-earned journey, Candy validates what many of us have thought but have been too embarrassed or scared to say out loud. Maybe you once saw your crossed-over grandfather standing over your bed, or maybe you had a near-death experience, or maybe you yourself are a walk-in, or maybe you're having a really rough time. Whatever it is, I Am an Angelic Walk-In lets you know that you are supported, you're guided, you're protected, and most of all, you are loved. And that's by Ashley R. in Virginia. To go on these amazing journeys with me, Angel Ariel, from the non-physical world to the physical and back in one true home, across the veil, and in I Am an Angelic Walk-In, please do visit the Angel Healing House website, which is www.angelhealinghouse.com or you can always visit Amazon. I see that we have, there are several callers on the line, that 303-609 and then 631 in that order. If you are a regular listener, you know I like to take about 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so to speak about 
the topic of the day, which the Posse of Angels wish to speak about, and they want to speak about the topic, You Are a God, Goddess. You know, listeners, over my 13 years as a spiritual teacher through my business, Angel Healing House, I've held many workshops, meditation nights, support groups to bring those of like mind together and for them to reconnect and remember their divine, eternal wisdom that they already have within themselves. One of these groups that has helped so many to connect and form very close bonds of friendship is one that I've called the Like-Minded Ladies Group. These gatherings provide an opportunity for women of like mind to feel supported by others in a loving, kind, supportive atmosphere. For many of these get-togethers, I like to plan exercises for the participants to delve a little bit deeper into who they are. Whenever I present the group with this exercise, I give them all the same colored pens and paper and tell them to write the opening sentence on the top of the page, which is, I am a goddess because. And then I give them about 10 or 15 minutes to write down their responses. At the end of the time, they each fold up their paper in the same way, put it in a hat, and then we mix them up. We pass the hat around the circle, and each participant picks a random paper and reads it to the group. You know, it is always such a wonderful surprise to hear how many and how others respond to this statement. Some of the more memorable ones over the last 13 years uh, that have been presented um, are, uh, are here as follows. I had uh, one participant once over the years. Uh, one lady said, I am a goddess because I stopped eating whole bags of M&Ms and I've lost 10 pounds. So I, I, I said to her, that's quite admirable. Another one said, I am a goddess because I finally received my master's degree in law after 10 years. The next one said, uh, next one that was memorable was, I am a goddess because I've not fought with my ex or my mother in over a month. Very good. And the next one was, I'm a goddess because I managed to cook several home-cooked meals for my husband and my children in the past weeks. And this one, uh, this like-minded lady said, I am a goddess because I finally cleaned my house. Uh, to which I replied, that would make you a domestic goddess. Now in each instance, these participants equated being a goddess with something that they have done, something they have had achieved or attained rather than who they divinely are. It is difficult to see ourselves through the eyes of God for just being, for nothing that we've achieved, nothing that we've done, and, uh, and nothing that we have, uh, have gained. It's for exactly who we are, for just being, rather than through the eyes of having gotten our programmed identity from achieving something. If we need to experience deep contrast in our lives, in order to be challenged and grow when things like financially hard times, bankruptcy, divorce, and ill health will really make us spiritually aware to take notice of our lives. And for instance, if we go through bankruptcy, we learn how to really appreciate money, especially if we find ourselves without any, to become empowered and really honor and respect our, our health well, you know, we respect it when we especially have not taken care of ourselves and eating well and ingesting things, maybe chemicals and flavoring, preservatives, coloring, and we've stopped um, ingesting things of the highest frequencies. Um, maybe we didn't emotionally honor ourselves by, and by continually allowing people to use and abuse us. All of these things are all powerful lessons, although they may go counter to what we think that a goddess would have experienced. Actually, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that it's because of the challenges and struggles that we often have to endure and experience 
that teaches us amazing lessons and fortifies and builds our character in such immense contrasting ways than if we didn't have any difficult trials and we were not tested in our lives. Coming through and triumphing over these trials and learning from them creates someone who is strong, spiritual, powerful, independent, and fierce. You know, oftentimes it's directly because we have been through so much in order to learn those hard-won lessons that we fiercely defend and we stand up and we honor ourselves. You know, a goddess or a god for that matter, for the men who are listening, is someone who lives from deep within themselves and therefore does not need to conform to the whim and dictates of her or his external world. They live from an intangible, imperceptible inner divine vibration that they allow to direct them to synchronicities, miracles, and magic that will help them to serve the divine inside themselves. And then, then they can go on to serve others best. But, This god or goddess, he or she, did not arrive at this peaceful, empowered point, place in their life without much work. A god or a goddess has honestly explored their darkness, their shadows, and has learned how to celebrate their individual, unique light within. In this way, he or she is able to fall in love with the infinite possibilities within themselves and then surrender to co-creating them with God's source. A goddess or a god knows that by nurturing and nourishing their sacred self, then these fulfilled energetic frequencies will manifest a sacred life for themselves because like attracts like. Now, to help each one of us to align with our god-goddess energy within There are certain things that we all can do that will help us to live lives which are sacred and like anything that we hope to manifest. It is imperative that these certain things become a daily practice and not just something that we do from time to time or occasionally or even rarely. For it is in the practice, the focus, and the attention of seeing ourselves as divine, that all else in our lives in our lives falls into place and becomes a divine piece of work. Now, firstly, a goddess cares not what others think about her, and she does not temper or change her words in any way to be accepted or lauded by others, as she knows deeply that others' reactions to her as uh, have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with her and everything to do with their own programming or their own uh, paradigm or their own beliefs. A goddess is most concerned with speaking her truth and being absolutely 100% authentic as this will create an authentic life for herself. Now, because a goddess is not swayed by the fashion of the day or what others are doing or what they think, she invents her own life as to what vision she holds for it. A goddess chooses to be passionate, and it is through this excited passion of hers that affects all energies, all people, all living things around her. Her energetic frequency and its high vibration actually raises the vibration of others as well as every living thing on the planet, and she inspires others to be passionate in their lives as well. Now, secondly, a goddess will be generous of spirit, generous with her time, her effort, and her money, but, and this is a very big but, not to the detriment of her health in any areas physically mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, or I'll add financially. A goddess gently but firmly communicates her boundaries and respects others' boundaries as well. 
Because she's learned how to value herself, she makes sure to refill her cup so that she is well-nourished and when called upon, will have the strength, the energy, and the peace within to give to others. A goddess has learned balance and patience. She is in tune with the rhythms of nature and allows herself to go with the flow of life instead of going against it and trying to push the river of life. In this way, she's learned faith and trust in the divine. She knows that as a child of God, divine source has her back and desires what she desires. And it's in this deep knowing that finds her comfortable with whatever circumstance she co-creates and brings to herself, for she doesn't see it as good or bad or right or wrong, for she knows that it is for the greatest good of herself and the greatest good of all concerned. Now, thirdly, a goddess lives in the world, but she is not of it. She allows her greatest gift of intuition to steer the helm of her ship and guide her to the fulfillment of her dreams and wishes. She also knows to live beyond her physical five senses, as she deeply understands that she is a multidimensional being that is not held back by merely the physical five senses. She knows that if she can believe it, she will see it. A goddess is never haughty. A goddess is never self-centered, arrogant, and would never wear a superior air. Knowing and being confident with oneself is very different from acting conceited. As such, a goddess has a confident, self-assured air about her and respects others as to their opinions and their thoughts. Now, with this self-confidence, a goddess would be the first to admit that she does not know everything. And in this way, she is continually curious about life. She is open to learning. She is open to growing and expanding her horizons and evolving. And you know what, listeners? A goddess will know that this physical human incarnation is not the end, but only a short step and a short stop on the grand spectrum of her divine eternal life for her growth and her expansion. In this way, she's not afraid of, but is comfortable with the concept of death and knows that all things must pass after they have fulfilled their time physically and go home to their one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness. She surrenders those possessions, relationships, and situations that no longer serve her for her highest good deeply knowing that all she has is the nanosecond of the now to affect in her life, she embraces life with an open heart. She deeply knows that it's only by making herself completely vulnerable by opening herself to receive that the universe then can give to her in limitless and boundless ways, not restricted by space, time, and dimension. Because she knows her individual unique worth, a goddess would never be envious or jealous or see herself in competition with another person as there is no competition. And she knows that each one of us holds an integral puzzle piece of the planet to help the world ascend into love, peace, and unity. At the most recent like-minded ladies group that I held, I waited till all the ladies had written down their comments to the statement, I am a goddess. And then I added my own thoughts, and I wrote, I am a goddess because I am made by the benevolent hand of God in his reflection. This reflection has me mirroring no less than the same brilliance as the stars which he did create, the same powerful energy as the sun, the same ancient wisdom of Mother Nature's knowledge about birth, death, and rebirth, the same flowing nature as the ocean tides, the same individualized unique signature as every snowflake that has ever fallen, the same majesty as a dazzling sunset and a sunrise, the same playfulness as puppies rolling down a hill, and the same deep knowing that God has imbued within me the great capacity to receive and give love 
more infinitely than all the grains of sands on all the beaches in the world, more than the stars which number in all the galaxies, plus all the droplets of water that make up all the bodies of water on the planet. I am goddess because I am infinite. I've always been and I always will be. I am divine and I am eternal. Each and every one of us is a god or goddess by our divine inherent nature. And the more that we live by these attributes, the more our love and the more our lives will mirror back to us this divine representation. Before we go on to speak more about each and every one of us being a god and goddess, let's go to the phone lines. Just a reminder that if you would like to call in for a free angel reading with myself, Claire Candy Huff, you can call into the show on this number, 646-716-6794 for a free angel reading or to uh, put in your ideas on being a god or a goddess. Let's go to our first number, 303. You're on the line with Claire Candy Huff and Angel Healing House Radio. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Hi, Candy. Hello, Candy. This is Allison. Hi, Allison. And um, how, are, how are you in the God-Goddess department these days? Uh, well, I, I have my better days in my first case, I guess, like all of us. No one's, no one's. And, I, and I, I guess that's part of being human. Yes, it certainly is. Yeah, yeah. And and also, uh, just a reminder to everybody, I didn't mention, we are in the last days of our lovely Mercury retrograde, uh, where the planet of communication is going backwards, and, and so often things, uh, uh, technology-wise and travel plans and things like that, they go awry. So uh, have you seen anything on the horizon uh, with Mercury retrograde not being kind in your, in your home? Well, you know, I, I, I love astrology. It's one it's a lifelong study of mine. Um uh so I pay very close attention to all the planets and especially the Mercury retrogrades. Um, in this particular case because it was significant in my own natal chart. And and it, it actually did, um in in this because it was in and also because it is in Virgo, well now in Libra I mean it retrograde through the last degrees of Virgo back into um, the sensitive parts of my chart. So, um, yeah, I would say, you know, you know, with with me because I am, I I really understand Mercury retrograde. I understand what to do and what not to do during the retrogrades. And so, even though this one seemed particularly long, um, mm. I I uh, I think because of the fact that it was through Virgo, which is kind of a plotting plotting type sign, anyhow. Um, it just seemed longer than usual, but uh, I really was mindful to work with it and do all the things that are the t- the season of a retrograde, the Mercury retrograde. Yeah. I real and I yeah. really paid attention to to making the best of it or doing what mm-hmm. are the good things to do during it, and also not to do what I know not to do or what we are told <laughs> not to do in the retrograde. And so for me, it was actually. I'm not to say it was pleasant, but it was um, productive, which is very Virgo. Yes, yes, it is very Virgo. You know, uh, it, it provides us because so many of our plans come to a halt, uh, projects yeah. get stalled. Uh, you know, we have the opportunity to review and re-edit. Um, funny thing, in the last couple of weeks, I think I uh, with the Mercury retrograde on, I did a. Uh, a program about the blessings of Mercury retrograde, and when I look back at the, the three books I published, each one was was edited um, during the Mercury retrograde um, because it allowed me allowed me the time to go back and dot every I and cross every T, and and ultimately um, because of that, I was so much um, happier with the finished product. Um, than if I would say, oh, it's you know, it's good enough, and had I sent it off to be published. Um, but uh, it really did make a difference to go back and review different areas of our lives. Um, oh, another thing that I love about Mercury retrograde is uh, 
people from the past seem to pop up. And um, uh, my, husband, my dear husband Pete and I uh, planned a, a trip to go back and visit family. And while I'm here, um, a friend I haven't really seen in maybe, I guess, maybe 15 or 20 years, I'm going to be connecting with her in an area that I lived many, many years ago. So that's one thing that I particularly like about a Mercury retrograde is people yeah. from the past popping up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so did you uh, have? Yeah. Yeah, I have a question. My, I'm, I, I, speaking of Mercury retrograde, I actually lost lost a job, a, an important job during this retrograde, and so um, I have taken this time to um, review and reflect and rethink, um, you know, uh, where I want to go moving forward from this place and. Uh, creating a better job, better work, I should mm-hmm. say. It's not a job, it's work. Uh, more fruitful, more hours, more just a better situation all in all. Uh, cre- create a better dream job than the dream job that I just lost. And so I think mm-hmm. that's really where all of my thoughts are right now and uh, mm-hmm. whatever kind of um, guidance the angels might have would be could be really nice to hear. So, Allison, they want you to know they're showing me you and this job that you were let go of, um, it was a coat that had grown too small for you. It yeah. was you. It was you that had, and you knew that for a while you, yeah. because you are so intuitive. You are so telepathic. You were picking that up uh, quite a while ago. And they're saying, but it's not, you know, when we, when as humans, when we got to do little things like eat and put a roof over our head and have fuel for our cars, it's not easy just to say, oh, I've grown out of this job. I'm walking away from it. Um, and they would never suggest anybody to do that. But they're also saying, it, you, because you have grown so extraordinarily in your insight and your wisdom and your we and and um, part of the collective consciousness is we can no longer do anything that is not aligned with our vibrational frequency inside so for whatever reason the coat was too small and you are shopping for a new wardrobe. <laughs> That's what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they're, show, they're showing me this, this oh don't please don't worry. They're showing me that with the forward movement of Mercury retrograde and the fall equinox is in two days time, which is yep. opening a tremendous energetic portal of, of, of potential for manifestation. Uh, they're showing you uh, stepping in this, they're saying to a new wardrobe, to a job that is more your style. I guess they're using that play on words more, more your style because it'll be a coat that fits and it'll be a lovely fit for you. I, I, if you have listened to my radio programs, you know what I love to tell people who are in your situation is to close your eyes. Don't be too specific because a lot of times a, a human linear way of thinking uh, will restrict what comes in for us. So all you need to do is sit and just laugh at the top of your lungs and say, thank you, God, for this extraordinary uh, purpose, opportunity, career, job, work, whatever you want to call it, that fits me like a glove. It's it's absolutely perfect. I work with like-minded people. I'm in a beautiful location. I Whatever it is, I... Um, I uh, am financially remunerated for my gifts and my talents, and I cannot believe that this is such a heaven, a heaven on earth sent uh, job for myself. And then you feel those feelings as if the job, if you're already in this job, and it's in those abundant energies that are going to be like spun threads of, of, of like cotton candy that, that go out and they affect the, the, everything. Um, on the angelic realm for them to piece together all of those things for it to come together for you. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Um, it's a lovely, lovely work that you're going to be stepping into. That's what they want you to know. Lovely. Fits you like a glove, they're saying. Okay. One, two. Buckle my shoe. One more for good luck. Okay. Let's see. One, two, three. 
and our lovely Allison, the first card that comes up for you is the Hierophant. Now, the Hierophant is that card. The first thing I heard was group, a community, a corporation, uh, working for a like-minded environment. Um, you know, this is um, you just not working for them. It's going to be so much more than that. It's going to be like a community. That's what you're going to feel like. You're going to, you're going to be uh, like an integral part of this. I mean, you may be working for somebody, but it's, the feeling of it is that you're going to be like an integral part of this cog in this wheel um, that, you know, you, you're really going to contribute to uh, this group or this organization. Um, and, uh, and you won't feel like you're um, on, the, on the periphery. That's a funny way that they're putting it. They're show, showing me in the previous jobs that you've done, you haven't felt in sync with people, but they want to know that there will be people there that get you and you won't have to explain yourself, and you'll feel very comfortable there. Uh, the next card that's coming out for you, hey, is the world card. That's, uh, that's, that's a great card because it's not only, you know, there are a lot of cards in the tarot deck that are about beginnings. This is about completing a cycle. And they really want you to understand that this Mercury retrograde came at a perfect time for so many of us because it was like we completed a cycle. Some of, some of us have been in this cycle for 10 years. They're saying as long as 10 years. Some of us who were awakened. And we are about to step forth onto a, a new platform, a new platform which is more... Um, in uh, reflection and mirrors more of who we really are. And that's why it will be so comfortable, this new beginning for you. And uh, the next card that's coming out for you is the Page of Pentacles, which is messages around money. I mean, this is messages around your material, um, uh, you know, wealth and your, your feeling of riches and, and, um, and money and it, it can be and can be also more than money. I mean, it could be that feeling of wealth inside of you, um, and that's what I feel that you're stepping into. So good for you. I'm I'm so so very happy for you. If I would love to know where your journey takes me, you can always send me an email to Candy C A N D Y at AngelHealingHouse dot com. And I hope that's been helpful. That has been, and thank you so much. And just uh, for your audience. Um, well, when Mercury goes direct, uh, it actually happens tomorrow, um, late tomorrow night, and Pacific Coast time. But you have to give it a few days for the dust to clear. But we also have a, we also have Pluto going direct in the next week or so, and then we also have a new Moon in Libra. So I want to say on the 28th, 29th, I'd have to look it up. So in the next, between now and the end of September, there's like these real astrological shifts that are happening, plus the equinox is in there as well. So there's definitely a shifting that will begin in the next couple of weeks that I think will start to lighten the load for a lot of people. So I just wanted to and, mention that as well. So you know, thank, thank you. Yeah, and my and, and my birthday is on October 7th, so I'm I'm just yeah. feeling the the expansiveness of Jupiter yeah. and the joy of it and and all of this. It is a magical time for those of yeah. us who are living a yeah. conscious life of awareness and knowing that uh, that uh, that we're co-creating uh, heaven on earth for ourselves. So thank you to Allison, our thank astrologer. I'm you. sending you so much love. Take care. Thank you so much. Bless you. Mm-hmm. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you so much, Allison, for that astrological update. I am not an astrologer by any any means, and um, but I love it. I love it. Uh, the influence of the planets and the trines and the grand crosses and all of those things. So let's go to our next caller, six zero nine. You are. Oh, let me see. It's going to be six zero nine six three one, and then seven one seven. Please do hang on. So six zero nine, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hop and Angel Healing House Radio. Who am I speaking with? Hello. Um, my name is Susan. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Have you uh, felt the effects of this uh, this Mercury retrograde that we're in? Um, not sure if I have or not. I'm going through my own little <laughs> trial, so... You know, I don't know if it added to it or 
Okay. And um, uh, and so what's what's happening in your world? Um, well, I've been struggling quite a bit with depression and trying to heal my cancer that I've been living with for three years. I, I have stage four metastatic breast cancer, and um, I was doing well, you know, but they give you a lot of different medications, and I've been prone to depression, and so I, I guess I'm trying to look for some relief, you know, if it's going to kind of move on out and I can be a little happy for a little while. Okay. Uh, the first thing, the first thing that they, a posse of angels are saying, that they admire, and they, that's their use of the word, that's not mine, they're admiring the strength that you have um, that, uh, that has come about um, ever since you've been diagnosed. And to have strength and, and, um, and that kind of ability to be able to um, hold yourself and to be able to deal with something uh, that is such a drastic nature as cancer, uh, they really are admiring you and they're applauding you um, uh, to to co-create this or to uh, have this happen in your life um, uh, is is an enormous an enormous uh, lesson in and of itself. Um, and uh, certainly, as you're going through it, to be able to keep your your head um, above uh, emotionally. Um, I, I take off my hat to you, and I admire you so much because of this. Um, and they're saying uh, you have every right. You have every right to, uh, to get depressed about it. But the thing about depression that they're saying is it's very much like grief. Um, my father passed away about six months ago. And over time, I'll never forget him. He was just a magical fellow. Um, but uh, it, it, it's like waves. And they're saying, if we can deal with depression like we deal with grief, um, like waves that come over us, then we are able to stand strong in the ocean like when a big wave comes and, you know, comes over us. Yeah, sometimes we can stand against it. Sometimes we go under. But then like everything else, if we can do things to help those waves, you know, to get smaller and not to have that effect on us, then we can not fight the depression, but we can uh, deal with it uh, much more. Uh, do, you, do you find that you make time for things that really nurture your soul? I'm sorry. I said, do you find that you take time to do things that nurture and nourish your soul? Um, I mean, I try. You know, I, I just haven't <laughs> feel like I'm walking through mud these days, you know. And, and this was from a medication that I was on. You know, I like I said, I was doing better. So not, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I do the best I can That's some days better than others. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, some cancer patients that I've helped over the years, um, it's helped them tremendously uh, to even take their mind off of it, which is like watching funny movies. I had uh, I had a lovely lady several years ago that she just absolutely uh, just laughed herself silly with Jerry Lewis movies. And so she went online and she got the Jerry Lewis connection, and she said, you know, when I watch a Jerry Lewis m m movie, I just can't, I, I just can't think about uh, what I'm going through at the moment. And in those moments, her stomach, which was always constricted and, and constricted, um, and her, you know, she's constantly worried about her future, about her health. She said, in that moment, everything in my body relaxes. So, you know, even something like that can really nurture and nourish yourself. Um, taking walks out in nature. Um, oh, uh, and you, you're in New Jersey. Have the leaves started to change? Yes. Yes, they're starting okay. to <laughs> Okay, so, so they're saying, really, take a mindful walk out in nature um, and connect with the beautiful healing energy. Oh, they want you specifically. They're showing me this green 
beautiful emerald green color. They want you to connect with Arch. Do you connect with Archangel Raphael? Um, I have been. I've been reading a book about the angels, and I've been asking him for help, and I actually have a bunch of crystals here that I've been kind of uh, playing with in my hand, you know, just kind of rolling okay. them around in my hand. Kinda. <laughs> and they want, they want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself absolutely bathed you know, in uh, in emerald green. And that's why I guess they, they are suggesting for you to take a walk out into nature as well. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. But they, they want you to focus most on seeing the depression like you would waves. And sometimes the, the seas are stormy and other times uh, the seas are more calm. And uh, those things that you can do to really nurture and nourish your soul um, Maybe being creative, taking up craft work or art or um, playing a musical instrument or all those things really nourish your soul. And when we nourish our soul, it, um, it improves our immune system because it helps the body and the emotional, uh, emotional body to really calm down and to be more tranquil. Let's go to the cards for our lovely Susan in New Jersey. Okay, the first card that comes out for you is the nine of, nine of Swords, and this is the Worry card. Okay, and they're saying that you can lessen this, can lessen this by doing those things that they suggested to nurture and nourish your soul. Uh, the next card that comes out for you is the Movement card. Um, I don't know, are you doing any exercise at all? Um, I do walk my dog occasionally. I know I know we do need to walk him more, and him and I both need to lose a little weight. So <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's what they're getting at. They did they didn't want to, they didn't want to say that, but they're glad that you said that because they're saying you're not getting enough oxygen, and that's why they said about nature. That's and that's why you brought brought up about walking your dog. Um, uh, they also want you to eat uh, more live green food. Uh, there's a wonderful uh, uh, green, you know, super green supplement that my husband and I take, which is chlorophyll, uh, filled with that chlorophyll, which is the life-giving um, uh, substance of Mother Nature. And your cells need to be nourished more with, uh, with oxygen. So anything that you can do, to uh, improve the oxygenation of your body is going to help you tremendously. And, uh, and that last card uh, that's coming out for you is the Queen of Cups. They really want you to rely more on your intuition and, and knowing in your heart that everything will be, everything will be fine. Um, and, and that mental chatter and that worry um, is really... Um, uh, not not serving you in the best way. So I hope all of that has been helpful for you, Susan, and and really nurture and nourish your beautiful soul. Thank you. Yes, it, everything you said is everything that I've been trying to do and that I need to do more. So you're definitely right on target with everything you said. Thank you, and just God bless you. I love you so much. Take care. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you to our lovely Susan from New Jersey. Let's go on to our next caller, 631. You're on the line with Claire Candy Huff and Angel Healing House Radio. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. We went from Susan to Suzanne. Yes, hi. My question is... Hi, where are you calling from? Long Island. Where on Long Island? Um, Manorville? Because I, I, I used to live in East Mauritius. Cool. And my, uh, we used to summer in, uh, in the Hamptons and one time in Montauk. So I am no stranger to Long Island. What was your question? Um, I quit a job that I didn't think it was for me, even though I need the money. And I'm putting out resumes and going on job hunting. What do you see with that? Okay, uh, you, just like our lovely Allison, we've got two callers, birds of a feather, who um, uh, she is no longer at a former job. This job that you had, if you really knew 
uh, down deep in your heart, you knew that it was a job that you'd outgrown. Uh, they're also showing to you it was a coat that's gone too small. And uh, it, there was nothing bad about the job, um, but it was no longer, because you have shifted, you've shifted, Suzanne, uh, your resonance is this, this uh, shifted your energetic frequency um, uh, that you need um, a, a job which is going to be more beneficial to you and it's going to be in direct alignment with what you what you would love to do because everybody wants to be comfortable and happy and in a like-minded environment and this Can I mentioned some jobs that I went for and see what you think sure um, I applied online for a teacher aid job today Tomorrow mm-hmm. there's going to be one posted for a teacher assistant, and then I did for bus monitors for about I called like three places. Okay, so the first one is a teacher aid job, and the second one is a teacher's assistant. And then the third one's a bus monitor. Okay, funny. I when you said bus monitor, I I got a flat. I got a flat feeling in my stomach, and the posse of angels are going, no. Uh, the first one, uh, let me see, did they like the teacher aid job? They like that one. And do they, clear, guys, do they like the teacher assistant job? Okay, the first one, they're nodding their heads most for the first one. It's oh, yeah, I probably okay. won't hear it next week. Okay. Uh, will it say yes? Okay. They're saying where it stands now, where it stands in this very moment, they're saying that that is the best out of the three and for you to be optimistic. Now, if it does not come through, that's because something better is coming along. They want you to, they want you to understand that. Um, uh, but out of those three, uh, they're saying it's the first one that got, really got their attention the most. Let's go to the call. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm uh, subbing now, but I can't wait too long to get a job. I have to, like, you know, have yes, money coming. I, they realize this. They realize this. But, but, in, but you do not want to also go back into a job that is, uh, is dishonoring or uh, disrespectful or, you know, is, is not a good environment for you to uh, align with uh, energetically because then will, that will affect all other areas of your life. Uh, the first card that comes out to you, it's very, very, very um, uh, positive and optimistic, which is the chariot, which is being recognized for who you are um, it's a promotion card. It's also a card of movement and traveling. So, um, so that's a very, very positive card. The next card for you is more movement. Hey, girl, you got two movement cards. Please don't worry. There is something on the horizon for you. Uh, the Knight of Swords is that, is that movement card as well. And the next card that's coming out for you is the Hermit card, which is shining a light on an area of your life that has been um, not in uh, not in darkness, but that needs to be highlighted, and this is in the area of your work. So all of these cards bode for a very positive and out uh, um, positive and optimistic outlook, and they're saying, please don't worry about it. What they want you to know is that teacher aid job is the best so far. And I hope that's been helpful, and i got to go and take another call. All right, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's see if we can squeak in uh, 717. I do see 404. I will try to get you both on. 717, you're on the line with Angel Healing House Radio. And who am I speaking with? Hi, Candy. This is Corrine. I'm just listening today, so go ahead and take 404. Thank you. So much. Oh, you're such a doll. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm just sending you so much beautiful love and light. Thank you for being a loyal listener. And lots of love and angel blessings your way, Kareem. And to you always as well, Candy. Thank you, dear. Bye. So thank you, Kareem. Let's go on to 404. You're on the line with Claire Candy Huff and Angel Healing House Radio. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is T. 
Uh, sorry, this is D. T. Oh, T. T. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. What was your question today? Um, question come um is about my career. His dating message is about that. Okay. Uh, are you currently in a job? Yes. Okay. Do you love it? No. Okay. That's why they ask that question. They can't, you know, it's for you to admit that you do not love this job. So they, okay, well, I'm shuffling the cards. It's only about four and a half minutes left. They, they, see, they want you every, every day for about 15 or 20 minutes. They want you to sit in silence. They want you to drop down to your heart. And they want you to say, thank you. Thank you, God, for this remarkable new job of mine. I love it. I love being financially remunerated for my gifts and talents. I love working with like-minded people. I love this environment. I love everything about this job. It's heaven sent for me. And then feel what that feels like to already have this job. Because they're saying, sweetheart, they've heard your prayers. They've heard your pleas. It's already there on the etheric realm for you. Your vibrational frequency just has to be high enough in order to match that of the universe and to be that excited and, and to realize that it's your your job already. Um, let me see. What else do they want you to know? I think I'm, uh, I'm going to do that as far as relationship-wise, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? Absolutely. I've uh, So many people over the last uh, almost 14 years in Angel Healing House Thank you. You know, I did that six months before I met my my beautiful, beloved husband, Pete, and I said thank you for my twin flame relationship and marriage. And I I said it every day, and six months later, as a coming to your favorite rock rock star party, I went as Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac. He came in as the only Elvis in the party, and five days later he asked to marry me. And I said that every single day. Every single day, I and know. I felt what it was, would feel was he like. Everything that you imagined him to be. He was, he was that, and so much more. Nice. Go on face, go on face, sweetheart. Go on Facebook. Send me a Facebook request, and then you can, mm-hmm. then you can scroll through the photos of of what I manifested for myself in my very handsome, beautiful Pete. But anyway, let's go back to you <laughs> and read three cards about your career. But you can also do this for your love relationship. Okay, first card, this is wonderful. This, this seven, of, seven of Wands is rising above the competition. You go, girl. You start to go online. Do this every single day. Then go online and start looking and just start to tell the angels to send you signs, you know, and, and listen to the radio, uh, read magazines. Just be aware in the present moment that it's for those angel signs to bring you signs where your next next job is going to come from. The next job, uh, this next job, the next um, card is the Queen of Swords. This is you being the authority in your field and people seeing you as this as seeing your value and your worth. And that's what you're going to be bringing in the next uh, job. And the Four of Pentacles certainly is more security around money and your job and your foundation. So this all bodes well but they want you to do that exercise every single day and know that it's already finally yours. So I've got to go the ending of the program. I hope that's been helpful for you. Thank you. And I keep seeing 11-11. Oh, 11-11, it means that you're, you're, uh, you're spiritually right on track and that, uh, that the angels are always around you. Okay, thank you. Okay, bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. And that just about wraps up our show for today. Thank you to all my callers and listeners for tuning into the program, and thank you to those who are listening to this archive show on either the Blog Talk radio site or on iTunes for free. Now, don't forget that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you would like to purchase copies of my book, Angels of Faith, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, and I am an angelic walk-in, you can go to the Angel Healing House website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. And it is there, too, that you can book uh, angel healing sessions, angel intuitive counseling. That number is 831-277-3000. 
1-800-273-8716. Or you can email me at candy at angelhealinghouse.com. And until next time, allow your radiant light to shine and fashion a beautiful life for yourself. Love and angel blessings. Take care. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.